wow. Yeah, I'm looking at my hair. I'm like, wow, I got a fro, dude. I mean, I'm glad well, you can't see myself, but like, I, yeah. I have like, like really, I have. This is the first time I actually had like a full head of hair, like in three years. Oh, okay. So wow, that's so, all right. Yeah, it looks all right. I can't, I can't complain. Mine okay. looks horrible, but anyway, you look good, man. You look like your drawings. Oh, okay. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, 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 <laughs> me, I've just like, I had a, a yeah. I, I, I think I'm getting a giant receding hairline because my forehead looks massive. My hand, oh, my whole hand can fit my forehead. Hey, that's all right. At least I have a lot of hair. You have little, which is yeah. good. I'd rather have little. Anyway, never they, mind. They call it thinning hair. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you. Wow. Okay. All right. Anyway back to this back to work okay so uh let's start begin saying uh we, we want to welcome everybody to the show uh this is the pantheon of m i am ray mm -hmm. and i'm heavy and uh before we get into our youtube stuff we're gonna this is our basically we, we get to kind of chill out here right now back behind the scenes this, this is for the audio portion of the podcast cool. and uh we're gonna be talking about protege the one mm -hmm. that came out uh i think it was last summer uh stars uh, maggie q Michael Keaton and Samuel L. Jackson. Off the bat, man, this movie is rad. I enjoyed this film like immensely. Uh, I don't know why it, it dropped off the radar. Because uh, if you ask anybody, have you, have you seen this movie? Not a lot of people have heard of this film and not a lot of people have seen this film. So mm -hmm. that's uh, very interesting. But I, I simply enjoyed it. Um, it's directed by Martin Campbell. Uh, he, he's the director behind Goldeneye. Uh, Casino Royale, um, you know, he's done, I'm a very, I'm a big fan of his work. Uh, we'll, we'll be, we'll, you and I will be reviewing some of his earlier works uh, in mm -hmm. the upcoming of next year. His films are prolific in, in what we're going to be doing as part of our genre of comic books and superheroes mm -hmm. and, and literature. Uh, this movie was, was written by Richard Wank. Um, he, he <laughs> Yeah, I, I might have said his name, last name wrong, so I apologize. Um, but he is a writer known for writing uh, a bunch of stuff, like the Mechanic, the Expendable series. So he he mm. knows how to write action movies. He's a really um, like his work, his body of work. I think a lot of a lot of people have seen his work, even though the name may not sound familiar to you. Uh, mm. I think majority of people have seen his work because he 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 can write action film and some dramatic stuff too. But like for our purposes, um, the Expendables. The mechanic; uh, those are films we'll be reviewing in the near future. So uh, that's so. So you can see a bit of an underlying thread between what's going on here and okay. what we're we'll talking about. I'll set up the opening sequence for you, and maybe you could you could follow through with this one. So it's a dark and stormy night. The year is 1991 in Da Nang, Vietnam. A man in a, in a trench coat with a, a rice paddy hat enters this abandoned building, and lo and behold, uh, it is Samuel L. Jackson sporting a nice thick mustache. Uh, the building's uh, is almost abandoned. He sees some bodies lying around and a little girl, a lone survivor. Mm -hmm. Right. Take it away. Well, well, um, shots come out and everybody's going, um, uh, so what's happening? And this elder man just um, shoots big time, you know, and everybody wants to know uh, what's going around. Suddenly, Sam Jackson goes crazy. And, and starts to shoot shoot a gun. You go ahead. Yeah, and it's like everyone's, and the song's going, everyone's going kung fu fighting. He starts shooting everybody left and right. No, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I wish that was, it'd be so crazy. Uh, no, um, this, so this, the tagline for this was, uh, she was made for vengeance. It's a story, circles around Maggie Q's character. Uh, right. 
as I mentioned, it's in the opening, uh, Samuel Jackson uh, sees his long, young girl, uh, 91. She uh, takes mm -hmm. her in. He's, she's now an orphan. Find out her family was massacred and she, and he is an assassin himself, a uh, hired yeah. gunman. Yeah. He takes her in and because she becomes a hitman or hit woman herself. Yeah. A killer. And so, uh, but because of her past, because where he found, where he found her in Da Nang, uh, she wants, she doesn't want to revi revisit that part of her past anymore. So she goes, she's willing to go anywhere else, but back to Vietnam where she grew up and where her past was. Until Moody, that's the character that Samuel Jackson uh, goes back for something. We don't know what it is at this point, um, but it gets him killed. And, mm -hmm. and she is targeted for what she may possess or may, may know. We sent away so many prematurely, either by my hand or through you. We never sent anyone away who didn't have it coming. We all have to pay for our sins eventually. Uh, it stars uh, Michael Michael Keaton, uh, who plays Rembrandt. Uh, there is a really nice and very interesting dynamic between, between these two. It's like a cat and mouse little foreplay going on. We don't know if if he's if they're in love or if they're just like just testing the waters. Um, it's really interesting how that plays out. It's kind of like uh, a wire work between two, really two um, people and. For person, I'm not sure how old Michael Keaton is, but his uh, he can really do some action sequences and fight sequences, and it's believable. So uh, mm -hmm. when he does the Flash coming up, I think it's the Flashpoint. Yeah, he's re replaying the character of Batman. I think he can do it. I think when you, when you see him back in the cape and cowl, I think you're going to see him be Batman. I, I really do believe after seeing mm -hmm. this film that he can actually hold his own and really follow through with some stunt work and some fighting sequences and really, you know take charge uh yeah. in addition yeah. to that i'm just going to add on this to say and i'll let you go on evie is that maggie q worked with jackie chan uh she, she was part of she was one of the few females who ever worked on a steam stunt team mm -hmm. so when you see her do these stunts even though she's very very thin and wiry looking uh she she's a professional she does most of those stunts and those action sequences and she helps choreograph some of that work so working with martin campbell the director and her uh they really put the a game on it and a lot of the critics who who uh seen this film above all else credit maggie q for doing a great performance and i think that stands out in this film mm -hmm. yeah really really good really good love the just love it mm -hmm. yeah. good karate just you know things just fly it's i really like this film uh what would you give it and what was your double feature for this film giving this movie eight maybe eight and a half mm -hmm. i thought it was really really good this film is food like the best kung fu film ever i can't even relate it put words on it i thought it was very, 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 very good. Okay. Uh, I give this movie an 8.75. I see some critics' statements when they say it's been done before, but think you see everything. Uh, my double mm -hmm. feature to combat that would be the Bourne, Jason Bourne movies. The difference okay. between Jason right. Bourne movies and this is that with Jason Bourne, and this is the thing I had with Greengrass, who's directed those films, is that even though um, Matt Damon is actually doing those fighting sequences, when you see the mm. watch those featurettes that show you how they train and do everything, 
when they show you the behind the scenes stuff, he's actually doing those combat stuff. However, when you when you're when he's filmed when it's sorry when it's being filmed, the camera is always at the back of him, so you only see the back of him doing stuff, but you don't see the hand in hand combat. You don't see anything. All you're hearing are the really big sound effects of him hitting somebody, which is all in post, mm-hmm. but you're not right. seeing the action. Whereas with this movie, you're actually seeing the hits. You're actually seeing the combinations. You're seeing the actual velocity and and hits and and combinations thereof. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, but yeah, both are very well. The uh, Jason Bourne movies are very shaky cam kind of thing. This is very yeah. smooth and fluid. Doesn't give you a, he- a headache, and it's mm-hmm. uh, and, you, and it captures everything with long shots. So you're seeing the action, similar to that of John Wick, where you're actually seeing the fight choreography. You're seeing the stunts and work like play on the screen. It's not cut away or kind of sleight of hand or trickery. This is really um, mm-hmm. like showing you the, the 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 artistry, the artwork of the 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 beauty or the ballet of the fighting sequences. So that's what I like about it. But let's get into the email bag. Buford, mailbag song, hit it! Letters. I get letters. So many letters. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, The first one I have, okay, uh, is from a person named named Lynn V. She writes, despite a few fine actors who's wiring out uh, decent performances, the protege is a convoluted and ridiculous late summer action thriller throwaway with too many characters loose ends and nine lives um okay well yeah everyone everyone has an opinion okay so like i do agree i mean okay here's the thing with the plot and i have to agree because i had to see this movie twice i didn't understand until i saw the movie the second time like why was moody being killed why is she being targeted like what is the point of all of this like why is rembrandt as michael keaton's character going after these guys like what what did they do to 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 spin this off like what what's the cause of this because it's not explained it is explained to you but the thing is you have to you have to see what's on the screen to, to understand it mm-hmm. yeah and so so there's a scene where she looks on the computer screen and she's trying to track down a bunch of stuff and then you realize for me, watching it a second time, there then they kind of explained there's something that happened in Vietnam that's come back to bite them, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reasoning for that is not revealed until the very end of the movie, and the reveal yeah. of who's behind it is not given to you until the end. Like they won't reveal who it is until the very end. But if you see, if you're able to screen save, screen grab the images and what you're looking at. Uh, you you should be able to put two and two together. However, because when you're watching a movie in real time, it's going to be really difficult to try and capture every single detail. So uh, it's, it's it was a mo- it's a movie that wasn't meant for people to catch on unless because it'll give away the ending, and that's mm-hmm. unfortunate because I think to understand like what's going on, uh, you're just leaving your audience in the dark, and I think that was its only critique that I'll, I'll have to say about the movie this is why i give it 8.75 because everything else about this film is awesome like it's so amazing uh but the why and and what's going on like what is the reasoning behind all this and like why mm-hmm. now what what is it it's baffling because if if you're thinking about the movie as it's going along it's it's one of those head scratches because you don't know like you can't understand like what what started this and you don't know Someone killed a friend of mine because of a contract he completed years ago. Oh, yeah? Who could be answers? Probably the last thing you ever say. Why don't you just consider it a mystery best left unsolved? You keep this up, you're gonna die. I just wanted to end their life. 
anyone standing in my way. Um, That's true. Imagine Q commands every action scene, but despite that, the protege just feels like a bland, warmed over version of many movies that preceded it. As we were saying before, yes, uh, it is a cliche-ish thing, but it's different because you're seeing the action, the story's compelling, and these characters are really, you connect with these characters, especially Moody and her. There's a, mm. there's a good father-daughter kind of relationship. And yeah. what I like about the structure of this film is that the beginning and the end, everything you see in the beginning, though it is sort of like you're not sure what you're watching, it all comes back at the very end and it summarizes everything. So basically the whole movie goes a full circle. You just have to be patient with it, unfortunately. If you, if you lack patience and you don't want to see how the beginning and end, like, bookend, uh, then, yes, you can see, then you could be very disappointed in it. But the way they wrote the structure of this, there is a, there is a reasoning behind that. And the last yeah, thing yeah. I'm going to read before, before I throw it to you, Evie, is this. Um, if there is one major takeaway here, it is that Maggie Q is ready to, to own her big action uh, franchise. Sorry, a big action franchise all on her own. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. the protege is not it. It's close, but it's not it. Uh, that's from a Kevin Lee. Uh, I I I agree. I agree because the well, one you can't. There's no sequel for this movie unless she's on her own doing her own thing. But mm -hmm. yeah, she is. A, I mean, she did Nikita, the TV series. I mean, she is a full fledged, believable action star, in my opinion. And the fact that, I, as as I mentioned at the top, she worked with Jackie Chan, so she can really do it and and really. Like showcase your skills. Uh, you know what? This actually reminds me of Jolt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. Really, really good. Um, yeah. Okay. I'll be quiet now. No. What's your email? <laughs> oh, what's my email? Okay. Uh, um, if only action thriller the protege had eventually played for laughs. Okay. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do, definitely. You know, mm -hmm. the action's pretty good. Um, I it, um, Some of it's funny. Mm -hmm. I, I just pay attention to the special effects, and all of the action is definitely there. Uh, there was funny, but what got me is the special effects. Um, action is really, really good. Um, yeah, I don't think it was intentionally played for laughs what actually got me was the special special effects that's what got me to be honest with you is this a movie that you can you can watch again is this, is this a movie that you like, if you saw it you would sit down and say yeah i could go see this again or is this like a one and done thing for you no no i i i would um definitely see it again mm -hmm. for sure for sure i definitely could see it again for sure Oh, well, for me, I have this new thing that I've been doing. The last few movies that we've been setting up to review, I've done a thing I call Zulu Time, The Point of No Return. I watch a film and I stop it at the one hour and seven minute mark. And within that 60 second window, I stop anywhere in that 60 seconds. And I say to myself, at that point, I go, I, without knowing how the ending is going to go, whether it's good or bad, is this a uh -huh. movie that, that I like to watch? Is this a movie that I, I find interesting? Is it getting my attention? Is it, is it really bad? Is the action good? Like, is it holding my attention? Is this, is this fulfilling for me? Like, am I getting, what am I getting out of this? And is this worth watching to the end? And with this movie, I, like I said at the top, this movie is just rad. Um, at the point where the minute seven is that uh, Rembrandt just got betrayed by his own people. 
and mm-hmm. she's taken out uh, the guys already uh, in this in the suite when he comes back for revenge. She he doesn't know that she's in the in the room with a shotgun ready to kill him. And mm-hmm. she, when he says like, "What happened to your hand?" while he's on the phone, indicating that she she knows like where he is, uh, is just mm-hmm. amazing. And the the thriller, the the intensity of it is, I think it's um, is really really tight. I think the action is top notch, uh, mm-hmm. and with her and the the banter between these two. The chemistry between the two, even though yes, he's older and is the because of how old he is, it's not believable because it's a stretch. However, uh, his performance, his swagger, his demeanor, and the way he's he's charismatic, it doesn't matter. I think into also too, he's Batman. He could he could do no wrong in my opinion. So uh, okay. I, I I liked it, and I think uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, he is naturally smooth. He's funny. Uh, he he's vulnerable, and the cool thing about what Sam, if you listen to the dialogue, especially at the end, he's almost um, saying the same lines from his character from Pulp Fiction about a man who's evil and he's an evil man. And, you know, like not, not necessarily the uh, 2517. Mm-hmm. He's just saying the part where he's in the restaurant and he's talking mm-hmm. to um, Tim Roth's character. You're an evil man. I'm the tyranny of evil men. And you're just a guy who's just doing bad stuff kind of thing. And he recognizes evil a game, recognizes game sort of thing. So like, he's just giving this speech out, but it's really tit for tat mirroring that type of dialogue. And I think that for, so if you're a fan of Pulp Fiction, um, you're going to get a little bit of that, which is kind of exciting for me. So I thought that was really, really good. Um, any last words? Yeah. You know what? I do agree. Um, I love the special effects. I love the movie of what happens going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it did. Yeah. So I do love the protege as well as um, as the protege. Yeah, sorry to say, but yeah, special effects in the protege was really uh, equally good considering all yeah i definitely definitely do love that one our website is www.pantheonfm.com uh we have a Mm -hmm. we have a twitter account uh instagram account account so Mm -hmm. uh with that i'm gonna say i'm ray and i'm evie we'll talk to you next week take care i'd really like to see you again under different circumstances these are the best circumstances you'll ever see me in (laughs) 